Check out the original DG Designs at David Gardner's Jewelers, 911 University Drive, in front of audio video. Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Having low income can mean making tough choices. Choosing between paying for food or medication or a place to live is a reality for many people. Do you know someone who could use some extra help? Find out about the Supplemental Security Income Program, SSI, administered by Social Security. You could receive monthly SSI payments if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. SSI is money you can use to help pay for basic needs, like putting food on the table, keeping the lights on, paying the rent. It can mean new shoes for growing feet or help with medical needs. Call 1-800-772-1213 or visit ssa.gov SSI to schedule an appointment or start to apply today. That's ssa.gov SSI. This message produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Program into your phone. 979-693-1150. 1150. Call or text Louie weekdays from 11 to 2. This is KCNE College Station, Brian. the Dollar Floor Store in Bryant for all your quality floors at discount prices. Get Mohawk brand vinyl glue down planks starting at just 49 cents a square foot. They keep the supplies you need in stock and installers are always welcome. Visit the Big Orange Building just south of the Bend on Texas Avenue in Bryant. You pay less, but you get much more. Great saving selection. Why pay more? Shop at the Dollar Floor Store. 808 Technologies combines over 40 years of experience in electronics integration, specializing in sound, video, automation, and networking for both residential and commercial applications. The result is unmatched performance visually, sonically, and functionally. For the next level in custom electronic design and installation, contact 808 Technologies for a free consultation at 808tech.net. That's 808tech.net. Welcome to the Writer's Roundtable with your host, Chip Howard, along with Robert Cessna and Rusty Burson. The Writer's Roundtable is brought to you by 808 Technologies and Lucko Ranch Pond Management. Hey, welcome in. Glad to have you with us. This portion of the program is brought to you by the Dollar Floor Store. We'll join, we're joined by Robert Cessna. I see Rusty Burson opening the door right now, so he will uh, be here. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – you mentioned it, Cease. I don't know when you've ever beaten Rusty to the studio. It's it's crazy. I want to I, I bust explain that analytics of, you know, that I fact that I finally beat uh, one, Rusty. 1%. Uh, I'll give you 1%. At the, 1% at the rim. At the rim, yeah. So, sorry to be late. It's okay. We're right here. I, uh, took hey, two, you're two early steps. for Cessna. I took yeah. two steps at a time. I'm a little out of breath. Whoa. On the okay. way upstairs. Nice. Good for you. Um, bought a new truck today. No Whoa. way. Uh, yeah. Hey. Doing with the insurance company while I was trying to take a shower after I'd worked out, trying to get my daughter off my insurance. Right. And a new truck on right. there. A like, <laughs> little difficult. <laughs> um, they're just like, so we got this. Is that all y'all need? I'm trying to get in the shower. Right. <laughs> So anyway, fun times. What kind of truck? Uh, Chevy Silverado. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Not not brand new, but new to me. They say it's time to buy. It's time a good time to buy a car. It say. was a very good time because yeah. last Tuesday my alternator went out. Uh oh. And I'm driving down the road, 70 miles an hour down Highway Six. Every light <laughs> comes on, and I have to pull off. And you're stuck on the side of the road. Fortunately, I was right <laughs> by Central Park. Okay. So I got off. Turned yeah. into Central Park. Oh, wow. Waited for the tow Coasted. truck there. And so the ironic thing is I was going to get a part to fix my daughter's car. So. <laughs> wow. Anyway, been a good week for cars. And so. it's raining. Hey, yeah. God's got a sense of humor. Nice. Yes, yeah, indeed. Good. Very yeah. lovely. That's yeah. awesome. Um, the news just came out 20 minutes ago. R.C. Slocum, interim athletic director. Second nice. time he's done this. Yeah, he's done that. Yeah, 2019. It's tradition. It is tradition. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, sometimes those interims turn into really good. Maybe not with the athletic director, you know. But with the president, I mean, obviously, 
General Welsh has turned out to be the Pretty full-time good. president. Yeah. And he's a fantastic person. I've gotten to know him really well. Hmm. Uh, Eddie Joe Davis was a great interim president at A&M. Like so, Eddie Joe. Yeah. Known so, him a long time. There's a lot of uh, – I'm not saying that RC is going to be a full time. No, that's I don't not, think he will be. That's, no, it's definitely not. Uh, but he'll do a great job in the air. I think you mentioned Welsh and Slocum, and I would say those are guys that's been around the block, but they understand this community and they understand Aggies. Yeah, if you're a general in the Air Force, yeah, yeah you you pretty much get the. Well, I, I'm just I'm just kind of amazed that sometimes that uh, no matter where you look, people want to think outside the box. Sometimes if the box is okay, why, why think outside the box? Um, <clears throat> so I haven't seen so much. This is so different from like a football co- mm-hmm. coaching search or a basketball coaching search. You don't get any names. Here's the deal on that. I'm laughing. You don't, you don't know any names. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> Correct. Why. Yeah. And no, I think that's why. Somebody yeah. asked me and it started throwing some names and I go, well, let me think. This last time, Ohio State is number one. I went in, none of those guys had Bork on their list. You go back and look at the previous media yeah, scene, right. they were lit, loaded with uh, Smith's yeah. protégés. No one had Bork on the radar, and obviously yeah. he came from somewhere. Yeah. You have these search committees and what have you, but, but I'm getting back to what you're saying. They asked me, I go, when they send the release, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. And as complicated as things are now in college athletics, I mean, you – you would think that you'd want someone a little sooner rather than later. At least I would think so. I would think with NIL, with everything going wow. on, and there's just so many things, and, and the NCAA and transfer rules, you want to get your, your plug yep. in there. You, and I understand. I think it does make it easier when you're in the SEC, and the SEC has a voice out there. Uh, I think that makes it nice. I, honest to goodness, can probably tell you the names of two athletic directors. I mean, I, I, that's it. I mean, well, you know, Bill Byrne, I can say, or Byrne's Greg Byrne. Yeah, Greg Byrne, I can say Alabama. That. You know, Chris Del Conte at Texas. Yep. Mac, Florida. Mac Rhodes at, at, at Baylor. Yep. Mitch, Mitch Barnhart at Kentucky's been there forever. Yep. But by the, um, but other than five that. Five or six. Yeah, five or six at most. Yeah. Whereas I can tell you all of the football coaches. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's like, that's really not hard at all. But. You know, we, we've talked about this before. This, this job used to be you played golf with a couple of your biggest donors, you know, uh, two or three times a week, and it, there wasn't much to it. And now it, it, it is a CEO corporate job. It is a big-time money-raising job. I mean, this is a huge job for anyone at a major college. Yeah, no doubt about it. And it's just so different, like you said, Chip, than what it used to be because it's so much fundraising, not glad-handing. Correct. You know, it's like Correct. seeking, going with the 12th Man Foundation major gifts people when they're soliciting, you know, $20 million yep. gift. And, and, you know, it's really forming these, you know, corporate sponsorships that, that you know, you that fund so much. And that, uh, okay, so we're going to go – Who's going to be our official beer of Kyle Field Correct. And, and those yep. type of things? And yep. so it's a bidding war and, and um, a lot of the behind the scenes. And then, of course, you hire every coach except the football coach. <laughs> yes. We talked about last time. Yes. You, know, and, you don't really hire the football coach. And no. to go back to what you say is tied in with that <laughs> CEO type, I kind of know for a fact a lot of times the coaches that they hired, then once they just come along, let, let's say Jamie Morrison, for example – it's not that Bork had a close hand on what's going on with the volleyball program. He has an assistant. He has an assistant AD because, like you said, Rust, he's got bigger fish to fry mm-hmm. than his Jamie Morrison win enough games. He, he's got to have an assistant associate AD, and that's why the CEO is really important because a lot of times it's how good those three or uh, four good or point. five is underneath you because yeah, I yeah. can tell from talking to coaches and go, Hey, if you happen to talk to AD, I don't talk to AD that much anymore yeah. because. Yeah. You know, some of the times it's just luck in terms of you get a lot of credit for like, okay, Bjork <laughs> made a really good hire, I think, in the baseball coach. Now, it was lucky that Schlossnagel wanted to leave Fort Worth because yep. his marital status had changed yep. and he it was good to start over Timing was else. right. And so, yeah, the timing was right. Yep. And so Ross kind of gets lucky – because that's a no-brainer, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as, as 
it was TCU one and, and TCU beat Texas A and M. Um, that was just fortunate. Now some of the other ones, we'll have to wait and see. You know, how long term is is, is Joni going to get, and what's she going to prove? Right. Mm-hmm. Caldwell's been good. He did good on the golf coach. Yes. yes. Once again, is he was moving up. That was a good deal. But but you're right because. I was laughing. You go back and look quotes, and and Mark Camry said, "Well, I come to a, depart- a department that's pretty steady. Well, he ends up hiring like six or seven coaches right. in yeah. four years. That's a lot. It is when you have as few sports as A and M does. But as I laugh is when Woodward said, everybody used to be moaning, oh, we're going to miss this guy that hired uh, Jimbo Fisher and and, uh, hmm. and Buzz Williams.' Okay, uh, Jimbo didn't." Uh, Turn out too well. We're still waiting for the jury on, on Williams. So, like you said, we'll wait and see how the old Ross Bork era ended coming about five, six years. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you have to wait that long. But, I mean, if if Joni doesn't – so, I think Schlossnagel is the safe hire, right? Yeah. I mean, well, I, I think that he's going to go back to Omaha, right. get he, him in the running just about every year. He mm-hmm. had other options. He could have probably gone somewhere besides A&M. Oh, yeah, yeah, career. yeah. No, there's, a lot of places would have wanted him. But A and M with the resources, you know, that makes makes sense, right? And being the recruiting area at Houston, and, and so a lot of sense there. I just don't know, you know, some of the other coaches. I, did, did he hire Buzz Williams? You know, is that really was it really? I don't I'm, know. I'm, <clears throat> was that was Buzz hired before? Woodward, Woodward hired Buzz, Woodward. right? The Before he left, right? And you got to remember, a lot of people didn't like the money he spent on, on Buzz because he gave him pretty good. But everybody wanted, a lot of people wanted Buzz to come back home. And that's why Woodward had that big deal at Reed Arena. And that right. was a big hoopla. Right. And so, but Woodward, Woodward cared less than nothing about basketball. I know that. No, I, I know I, that for I'm a fact. You, I'm with you. He cared less than nothing. Well, does, does if I told you he, he talked, he had zero meetings with the previous basketball coach during his last year, would you believe me? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 That's that's inexcusable. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. But, I mean, I haven't seen Bjork make that many changes in basketball since he's been here. Right. I mean. <clears throat> no, I, I get that. We've talked about yes, I've we've talked on, about new arenas. We've talked soap, about soapbox for forever. Right about, about how you yeah. run the the contest, about how things work around the basketball. Yeah, but I I just Rusty, you you've been here a while. I've been here a little bit longer. It's never changed. It's never. I changed. mean, it, it it hasn't. Uh, it, it really as much as I've wanted to change. <clears throat> I, I don't think it will. And, and look, that's not necessarily an indictment of A and M because there are a lot of schools. You know, south of the Mason-Dixon line where basketball is an afterthought. I will give uh, Sankey props and even Mike Slide before that because they figured out that basketball could bring money into the sport. Now, Frank Broyles figured that out 40 years ago and, and, and led his team to a new conference because he had figured out at that time – basketball was the ticket for funding, okay? Now, all that's changed, I realize that. But back then, it was basketball. And so all of these, the, 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 the commissioners said, hey, we've got to up our game. If this is the premier conference in the country, we've got to get better at the second highest profile sport there is. Mm-hmm. And, and they have done that, right? They've hired better coaches. Uh, they, they've... they've scheduled much better they've been forced to schedule much better Uh, they have done that but if you look at each individual school around you can tell the schools that are are all in on it and the schools are well let's just wait till spring football you got a good point because a couple years ago i forget i forget the exact date the board of regents come out and said that reader arena needs 200 million dollars in renovations or whatever now they haven't followed through or done anything it's easy to say that this facility needs more uh, renovation, or the Eagles building needs more renovation, but it's another thing to do it. Yes. We, getting back to what you guys said, that uh, a has been in a situation, we look at the indoor tennis uh, facility coming about, uh, the indoor Which track. is a partnership with the city of Bryan. There's been a lot of things that they said and then done, yes. but they haven't done that to basketball. No, they which, have not. Which does seem... A little strange. When to you, me, actions speak louder than words. Right, four major yeah, sports. No doubt. Why, right? Why aren't you? Actions doing that? speak louder than words. And they better do it for. for this baseball, is the number know? two. This is a. This is actually a sport that can produce revenue for you and not lose revenue for you, and it can produce 
a lot of revenue for you if you're willing to make that commitment. Well, you know, if you look at SEC men's basketball, I would say most of the schools seem to me to be improved from where they were last year. I, With the exception of being Missouri, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, and Texas A&M. Right. I, I think those four schools, it's pretty clear they're not as good as they were last year. Everybody else seems to have taken a step up. Yes. And I think, you know, the bottom line is A&M not playing with a true point guard, not playing with a true center. You thought they had a true center mm-hmm. to start the year. And you thought, well, they're just losing one player. It turned out to be a pretty darn good player. But, you know, it's just like I'm looking at Arkansas – and I know Missouri's coming they're in bad. They're, they're terrible. Yeah. I watched they that got, game. They got Arkansas one, was bad. They unwatchable. Got it was. It was. It was unwatchable. I go, how are they losing this <laughs> game? That was the worst college basketball game I've seen in years and years. It was, it was bad. You it just bad. wonder how you look back. Well, how is because A&M was awful at the start. I mean, just yeah. terrible. Which, which, unfortunately, that's been a trend. Uh, yeah, because they were under buzz. 9 nothing Saturday. Awful I mean, it's, it's been a trend. Yeah. Why? And, I don't know. You think they corrected? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what that answer is. I, I look. We've said this before. I'm looking at stats since Buzz is a stats guy. Okay, <laughs> really? Is he? He's got. Yeah, he's I think so. I, you know, yeah. if if you if you were listening you. right right before we, yeah, yeah, and there yeah. were a lot of there were a lot of percentages there, right? A lot of numbers there. A lot of numbers. Uh, he's a rebound coach. So <laughs> yes, know. he is. So <laughs> honestly, of all the things sh- shooting. Is still that that's what this team shoots, okay? Period. I mean, we're way into the season, they're less than 40 percent of shooting the basketball, they're at 26.8 percent shooting three point shot, okay? That is fully 10 percentage points behind a, a maybe slightly better than average shooting team, okay? The 39 percent is is horrible. Now, I thought, and you guys could correct me because my mind isn't what it used to be. But early in the season, I thought this team was shooting free throws fairly well, yeah, it seemed like you. to me. I agree with You're you. right. And, and I thought that was a big improvement. I, I thought they had improved their free throw Maybe shooting. Maybe we had the same dream. On the season, <laughs> I'm with you too, guys, man. on the season, they're 69% from the foul line. That is brutal. I've watched a lot of games lately, and it's amazing. They should have lost Saturday because of free throw right, shooting, exactly. right? They missed nine free throws on the road, on the road. In, a, in a close game. And, and man, LSU, man. LSU was not physical. They couldn't get a rebound. Their life depended on yeah. it sometimes. And Wade Taylor missed a bunch of those, too. Yes, right? he did. Yeah, at least he and, missed more than he's supposed and to. And he hasn't been doing that either, uh, except for the last couple of three games he has. My And it could be, and I'm not trying to excuses. Wade Taylor was was like a 90% guy. He's down to 82% now. It could be that he is so worn out late in the game when he's getting to the free throw line, he can't get the ball to the rim. I'm with you. Forget late in the game, just overall. They're just all over him all the time. That's got to be draining as much as they're on him. But you know and what? I do the same thing. I was playing him. I, I'm telling you what, he he looks to shoot those long he does. shots way he does. too often. He does. He is most effective Drive the when ball. he's driving and he yep. gives a floater or yep. some dish. Yep. There's so many times if he would just drive. And they got he got bailed out a couple times on terrible shots that they called a foul on. Yes, he and did. It was maybe because Wade Taylor was the preseason SEC player of the year. I mean, so – there was that one shot. He's going to his left, and he threw it up with his right hand, and he he wanted goaltending. I have no earthly idea what he No, was it wasn't close. I remember that one. And yeah. I'm like, dude, you got close. lucky that he caught a yeah. foul on you. Yeah. You know, maybe you should tell it to someone other than the rebounding coach. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. But, I mean, just – I know what you're saying, Chip. He, maybe he's so tired, but he's not playing – he's not been playing that good of defense. You know what I mean? He's so small – that and he just settles for way too. Well, much. you know what? With a guy that has his ball, uh, a ball in in his hands, ninety percent when he's in the game, right? He only shot five free throws, guys. Yeah, that's not enough. You know, that's not enough. Not for the guy that has the ball in his hand the whole time. He shot right. five free throws. Well, Look, you know, and part of that, Rusty, I'm going to go back to that three point. You know, very seldom, occasionally somebody stupid fouls <laughs> on a three, but very seldom you're getting fouled on a three-point shot he took 10 of those right right so 10 of his 
let me make sure, 10 of his 17 shots, 10 of his 17 shots were from the three. He he only made two shots inside the three-point arc. Sometimes I think, though, watching the last few games, I think he gets frustrated that he believes he gets fouled and he's not fouled. And he may be right. So he doesn't avoid. Everybody, everybody has that. He avoids contact by shooting a three. Right. He's out there. I can beat this guy one-on-one off the dribble. I'm jacking up from 20. And sometimes he throws Or 25 those, in his case. Sometimes he throws it up. I go, what in the heck? And it goes in. Yeah, you know, I know. And it's like. I know. He makes a lot of bad shots. Because he takes a lot of bad shots. Yes, he does. He takes a lot of bad shots. He does, and you shots. watch that team, and when they lose, of course, they're easy to criticize because you've got free throws, bad shooting. It's just, guys, when they I've win, said it all year, there is such a thin, razor-thin yes, margin right. for them to win a basketball you're game. You're exactly right. And it takes so much effort for them to even be in the basketball game when you're shooting the way they're shooting. I agree because it's mind-boggling to me. I mean, I don't care. I've covered some really bad girls' high school games. It's really hard to see one team have 25 points on second chance. So you miss so many shots that you get 25 more points and the other team gets zero. They they missed 43 shots that's this what, week. That's what I said. I said they're, they're really good at offensive rebounding because they get so much practice. practice out of it. They <laughs> yeah, do. Like, but you know. as we saw with LSU, which has incredible athleticism, oh, they do. you got to win it, right? And yeah. these guys are battling their rears off. Yes, so I, I'm going to give them credit. I, I said after the game, they're really hard to kill. You got to oh, put yeah. a stake through their heart because of how hard they play. No, that's what I I'm wish saying. they played smarter. Yeah. Maybe they wouldn't have to play quite as hard. I'll play that hard right off the start to get out to an 8 4 Thank eight. you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which they did against Kentucky. Instead of say like, oh, we're not. They nine, did nine, that nine. against Kentucky. Uh, but the only game. But they were hitting shots, guys. Yes, you're right. You know, they don't do that <laughs> almost never. They were hitting shots. They so were. they got out to a lead against Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, I tell you, it's it's been so inconsistent you know it's just like it seems like last year and obviously they're missing the two really key players from last year um but they also have had such injuries where they've had they guys have out. they have you know, that's so tough they, that's tough you're they right. have because basketball is a crease we all know that you, you you lose one of those yes five guys yeah you're right you Cease. lose 20 no you're you're right you lose 20 i mean that, your they, they, they you know one of the only guys they have that can play in the middle you know played very few minutes the other day and they probably beat arkansas coleman uh right exactly yes yeah, i mean that's yes just i think so without a doubt yeah because yeah. arkansas was so so bad yeah they're terrible yeah. I go like, how could Musselman let that happen? I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't know. Is he annoying or what? He is. He is so (laughs) annoying to watch, man. Yeah, but But what? What's he's been to? Two elite eights since he's been there. Is am I right about that? I just want to wrestle him every time I see him. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like the only coach. I was like, I want a piece of him, man. Yeah, yeah. You want to rip your shirt off? Here I am, rusty person. I want a piece of him. Come get me. (laughs) But you know what? I watch that LSU team, and I've seen them twice now. Yep. And they are so vastly improved from where they were last year. They are, and I, you know, I do like this coach. I I liked him when I saw him last year. I think. If they let him, uh, which fortunately it's basketball at LSU, it's not football, so they right. should let him. I, I think he'll be pretty good. Oh, I like and, watching and that And that's team. another yeah. place, that, that Maravich Center, that that's pretty that's a, awful. That's a dump. That's a pretty awful place. It's been there a long time, boys. Yeah. I mean, a long so time. So when I'm whining about a and not caring about it. It's been there over 50 years. Jim Mulkey will get a new one. Oh, I bet you're right. Yes, you may be right. I, th- I really you think may so. Be right. Because really think so. the way she'll do it is she will be relentless and wear those people out yes, she will. until they finally say, okay. She will. She will. Yes. You're awesome. That describes her whole life. The, men, the men's yes. basketball team is going to benefit from it. Yeah, I think you're probably oh, right, man. Cease. I didn't think about that, oh, yeah. but I think you're probably I right. I think within five years. Yeah. You, you may be absolutely right. She, and we'll still be waiting around here. I just, you know, I used to love to watch her, just like the stomping. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she, has, she has the face that. Yeah, she oh, puts on the show. When she doesn't get officials called, you think that's the first time she's ever looked so astonished. <laughs> she's like that all the time. She I should have been an actor. She should have. Or, you know, I mean, I, she is an actor. She's phenomenal. She on is. On the sidelines. 
Maybe get her and Musselman in the same game. Ooh, oh, that'd be good. That would be good. That would be good. Ah, that'd be a good wrestling match. I'd like to see that a cage match. Hockey <laughs> yeah, exactly. might be taller than him. A cage match. That's true. That's true. <laughs> who, who was the Rockets coach who was like the – what was his name? He, he was on the floor holding his player's leg at one time. Oh, uh, uh, uh. That's to Jamovich. No, no, no. no. He, does, he does the, uh, the color. color for the NBA. The yeah. color. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Oh, uh, Gundy. Cut. Gun- no, 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 no. Van Gundy. Van Gundy. Van Gundy. Jeff yes. Van Gundy. Yes. Thank you. Okay. I'm sorry. I I'm going Gundy. <laughs> no, you're right. Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, was, he was grabbing onto that leg. I see doing something like that. You know, trying to like. Yes. Exactly. He may, uh, he may end up doing that if they get worse. We have, oh, yeah. we have fun if no one else does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, exactly. Well, okay, so we're going to take a break. all three of us to come up and with that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be bad in another year from now. <laughs> Rusty, you're the young guy. You're going to have to be better. Cease and I have excuses. Hey, you don't yet. You I'm going to have to be quick on the Google. You need to get one of those focus pills to sponsor your show and get them to pay. You know, everybody buys Well, oh, I need one of those. I need, I need one of those about every hour, I think. So, all right, since... I, I told you I saw Coach Blair at dinner last night, and he, he said he was listening, and I said, I wish I'd have known I would have tried harder. So we're, we're going to come back. I want you to talk about A&M playing the number one team yesterday. Yep. It didn't last very long. No, no, okay. No. Uh, Kyrus Truck Center, Highway 21, half mile east of the bypass. Uh, David Hogan was in today, and David said, hey, uh, you know, it's it's not mowing season, but we can do pretty good right now without damaging your bank account and get you ready for spring. And I said, hey, David, that sounds like a commercial. Will you do that? And he did. Zero uh, percent and zero money down on the Ferris and Cub Cadet zero-turn rider mowers at Kairish. The folks who have dealt with David and his family know that First of all, he's not going anywhere. Second of all, he's going to do everything he says he's going to do. So go by, see him, tell him you heard me talking about him. Kairos Truck Center, Highway 21, half mile east of the bypass in Bryan. 808 Technologies combines over 40 years of experience in electronics integration, specializing in sound, video, automation, and networking for both residential and commercial applications. The result is unmatched performance visually, sonically, and functionally. For the next level in custom electronic design and installation, contact 808 Technologies for a free consultation at 808tech.net. That's 808tech.net. Nothing improves the value of your home like a new kitchen or bathroom. Hi, I'm Joe Orsack. For 22 years now, Marblecraft has served thousands of Brazos Valley residents, providing all of the products and services needed to make your kitchen or bath look new again. From cabinets, painting, glass shower doors, cultured marble, Tiverian, quartz, and granite countertops starting at $29 a square foot. Call Marblecraft today at 846-3881 or visit our showroom at 702 West Carson Street in Bryan. For more than 20 years, Lucko Ranch Pond and Lake Management has been the trusted partner for comprehensive private lake and pond management services throughout Texas and its surrounding states. Lucko's pond design and construction services can build a new lake or improve an existing one, and the stocking and fisheries management can create a sport fishery or trophy bass hotspot. Contact us online at LuckoRanch.com, spelled L-O-C-H-O-W, LuckoRanch.com. All right, uh, this portion of our show is brought to you by West Webb, All Britain, and Gentry. When you need legal advice, it stands to reason you want a law firm with experienced attorneys. West Webb, All Britain, and Gentry has a well-earned reputation for integrity and a large team of professionals to meet your personal and commercial legal needs. Services include construction, banking, real estate, medical and health law, and estate planning, just to name a few. Call 694-7000 or online at westweblaw.com. West Webb has offices throughout the state with the principal office in College Station. Hey, thanks for being with us. It is the Writer's Roundtable for Monday, brought to you by 808 Technologies and Lucko Ranch Farm Pond Management. Robert Cessna, Rusty Burson is here. 
since you covered the, uh, uh, you know, when a number one team comes to town, it doesn't happen very often. No, it's pretty ex- uh, excited to see. I think the crowd was listed at fifty-eight, fifty, and it was a legit. Yeah. And I, you know, talk about the crowd. I give the crowd props. They had the most students of the year, and they stayed after the halftime score was fifty-two, I right think, to twenty-five. Well, was it twenty to three or it, something it was, like that? It I was think twenty-one to three at one point. Yeah. Fifteen to zero. The That'll game, take the crowd out of the game. Game was over. But yes. I, I give them kudos for staying. For staying, absolutely. Said, like, yeah. If I was in the crowd right now. Yeah. And Unlock it, the Cowboys crowd against uh, yeah. the Packers a couple You, you hate it week. for Joni and her, her girls because they worked hard to get to that point. You get the number one team, and they come in. And I, I swear, uh, I think South Carolina is better than they were last mm-hmm. year. They lost like five starters, including Boston, the you know all three-time All-American and yep. player of the year. But they're so deep. She, you know, she br- brings – a whole, she played nine players. They're interchangeable, basically. She just can run at you in droves. Mm. And of course, she has three or four that are really key, but they're so good and for women to be so, so deep. And they have that chip on their shoulders because they shouldn't have lost to Iowa last year. Right. So they should be going for a third national championship. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they have all the ingredients. I think they'll beat LSU this week by, by double digits. They're that good. Uh, but once again, is when you see a team only once, it's hard to say. Sure. And they hit seven of their first eight shots, game's over. Always makes and, it. Uh, and as you say, when shots are gone you in. You look like a good team. And then next time you see them and they go, well, Sesta said this team was great. They can't hit the barn side of the barn. And sometimes I cover women and sometimes it seems like they're out to lunch. They don't show up. So we'll wait mm-hmm. and see. But good crowd. Uh, Joni's got the team going the right way, but she's eventually going to have to win on the road. <clears throat> They've lost like 12 or 13 straight SEC Oh, games. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like anything. If you want to prove you're better than what you are, you need to win those games. And both – somebody at the office said this. If you told me before the year, both A&M men and women would be two and three right now, who would be more disappointed or how would you feel? Wow. <laughs> Which is a good good point. Yeah, yeah. They're both two and three. Okay, so I saw an article in the Austin American Statesman. Uh, I think it was through the open records from USA Today obtaining uh, – the uh, revenue for for major college. Major you see college. this, Cease? I saw last year's for twenty three. Uh, yeah, Ohio State uh, yeah. was it's, number one. A and M was seventh in the revenue and, and expenditures. I, I think this is twenty twenty three. Okay, A uh, and M was seventh in the one I saw. So this being the Austin American Statesman, they talked a lot about Texas, 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 who was had two or three. Or they had two hundred seventy one million in operating yeah. uh, revenue for okay. the. That Fiscal was, year twenty twenty three. Okay, okay. yeah. And Ohio State reported two hundred fifty one million in twenty twenty two. Oregon reported three hundred and ninety one million in twenty twenty, but that included two hundred seventy million contribution for the track and field. So that's quite a contribution for a track and field facility. Well, was I, that Phil Knight? I don't know. Yes. When I notice, when I look at those numbers, though, and I really started looking at them last week with Bork, when you consider, you know, AM's number seven, mm-hmm. and Bork's able to go from seven to one, you talk about, it's hard to name ADs. Right. Yes. But when you look at the top money, and that's where, you know, those guys want the job. I mean, Bork walked into an unbelievable job. They have like 35, 36 sports and the number of athletes. And, <clears throat> But the fact that A&M is up there, A&M has put themselves, and I think joining the SEC is helping. With so so this is the kind of stuff we talk about when, when you say, can other teams compete? And bless Kansas State's heart. They, they won a championship last year. But they reported $102.3 million in revenue. I mean, that is $170 million yeah. less than Texas. And they're so far down in the number. That is significant. And, and obviously, Baylor is private, so we don't you know, we don't know well, stuff like that. It's, but. it's reasons like that that, I mean, you, you can see Colin Klein leaving his alma mater yep. to go to A&M yep. because of, of the, the potential there. Now, hopefully, Colin Klein does fantastic, and he gets a chance to go be the head coach at Kansas State. Uh, for his sake, you know, yes, but, sure, uh, and sure. for A&M's sake, he's hopefully he's that good. But you know what? It's like I still think of that Ross Bjork going to Ohio State is just a win-win for everybody. You know, what I mean, because it's great for Ross. Did you see the Pat Forty Sports Illustrated yes, article I read it. on him? I, read it. I did not. Yeah. What do you think he did to him? That was 
Well, brutal. He eviscerated Bort. Well, is that right? Yeah. A, a couple things. Those things happened. I mean, he had to deal. With, he had to deal with Freeze. He had to deal with Jimbo. I mean, all those things were factual, and Ohio State knew they were going to come out. And I, and I read a lot of the people up there. I mean, obviously, a lot wanted one of Smith's proteges, and they bring in Bork. And uh, you know, credit uh, whoever hired Bork. Think he's going to do a great job on student athletes' rights and, and NIL and whatever. But he's walking into a tough job because oh my gosh. Some, some people don't want him. Ryan Day is one of the most hated football coaches because he can't beat Michigan for three Correct. years in a row. Correct. So, and, and if he doesn't this year in Columbus, and especially if the Michigan coach leaves, I don't think he'll he'll be back. No, I don't think so either. So, and I remember the flirtation around uh, like Black Friday, the day after, I guess, or, or the yeah, day after. It was that weekend. Yeah, it was the weekend <coughs> after. Ohio State had lost to Michigan, and I just remember the kind of that rumor A&M might be going after Ryan Day, and I thought, well, that'd probably be a really good move at the time just because Ryan Day is, is who knows if his days are numbered, no pun intended, Yes, uh, at Ohio State, um, where he could get a fresh start at Texas A&M, and I think Texas A&M fans would have been very happy. Now, I that same thing. I, you know. Happier than Mark's, they were with Mark Stoops? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Just checking. Good yes. point. Good okay. point, uh, yeah. yeah, that's definitely than, than Stoops, which is, I think, really, that's the bottom line. The reason Ross is moving on is because it probably they was probably told, hey, listen, I'm you need to go. I'm with you 100% on that. Yes. Put your name out there. I believe that. You've got to put I believe that. Too. Yes. So that's just – my guess, I it's have my no guess confirmation. Too. Yep. Me too. It's a yep. guess. Yep. Yes. I like guessing. Though. Yeah. I do, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> Whether there's smoke, there's fire, that kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, and like I said, I wish, wish Ross the best. I, I mean, do too. But great like job. you, when I, that came out, I was utterly shocked. I was like, really? I know. I know. It's Ohio like. Ohio State wants Ross Bjork, huh? Okay. And, and then Good I looked, him. and I go like, and I went and looked at it and realized that nobody had Ross on the radar. And, no. those, and a lot of those people had good relationships with the AD at Washington State, who was like mm-hmm. the number one protege. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he's walking into little tough, tough shoes. To oh, get, my gosh. You know, yes, he is. But. You just never know. You look at hindsight and, you know, like Scott Woodard going to LSU mm-hmm. and, and you know, the, the Jimbo rumor to LSU, and I was like, "Listen, man, it, it just if he if LSU wants him that bad, see you later." Here's the deal: I'll never forget. <clears throat> I give Scott Woodward uh, props. Uh, he sat down with the Eagle a few times. Some ads don't do that, but I was amazed when the rumors came that he was leaving. That you know, I, I, he was A and M. You know, he was an LSU grad. A and M didn't do any kind of deal with his contract where if you left, you're going to mm-hmm. get a buyout. Mm-hmm. I mean, A&M wasn't thinking at that time. When you hire somebody that might go back to their school, you got to prepare for that. But what I'm getting at is I firmly believe A&M, A&M has survived Eric Hyman. Yes, you know, yes whatever, And actually moved ahead. They've survived Jimbo. I think A&M with the SEC and the 12th man foundation being so strong and the 12th man being so strong – I don't think – I think they could hire a multiple people and they'd have success. Yeah. I mean, the 12 Man Foundation, you got a great point there because, they, you know, the, they have a board of directors along with their leadership, Travis Dabney, and, and mm-hmm. you know, they have, they have the benefit of 16 people on their board every year, and they're all very successful business people. Pulse. And Greg so Pulse. Yeah, and so they're able to protect – their financial resources, whereas in a lot of schools, the AD has total control of that. Now, mm-hmm. some Bingo. some people can't <clears throat> deal with that, but it's good for the long-term health of Texas A&M and 12th Man Foundation that the ADs don't have ultimate financial control. When you look at A&M right now, or that was in 2011, and where they were now, and you could talk about the hiccups of Sumlin or uh, – Jimbo, or you talk to the hiccups of Hyman or even Woodward, A&M's in pretty good shape right now if they would get a new basketball arena. But, you know, I'm just, yes. I, I'm yes. Just, while, while we're at it and old bringing it up, but that's the only that's the only jewel missing right now. I mean, I know they need to do some more in the baseball well, field. You know, and so I don't think we, get, we kind of scrutinize Bill Byrne enough, you know, because here's a guy who 
if you look at the big picture, he made a he made two really great hires in the the first two basketball coaches. He did. so he hired Gary Blair and he hired Billy Clyde. And Pat then, Henry. It, well, Pat Henry, yes, that's a, that's a great hire. Um, he he kind of money whipped Pat and and uh, he paid a lot for and but Pat's Pat's the greatest track and field coach there is, right? But he also after that he tied he hired Mr. Whiny, Mark Turgeon, and then he fired Mark Johnson and brought in a guy who never won a game in Omaha and he was his guy and he fired Lori Corbelli and brought in a non successful volleyball coach. And so mm-hmm. you know I mean mixed is what you're saying. What I'm saying is mixed. <clears throat> You know, but you know what? I think you could probably look at a lot of ADs, and especially if they're there over, you know, eight to ten years, which is a long run for an AD these days. Uh, I just remember being with Bill. Most of them are going to be mixed. The day, Kevin, I mean, the day he fired Melvin Watkins, right? And we were in the same car. Um, he had just been hired, and he was just telling me that. He's going to change the recipe for A&M basketball, and he's only going to hire guys with Texas connections, Mm -hmm. deep Texas roots. And he went out there, and he got Gary Blair, and then he got Billy Clyde. I was like, oh, man, that's that's really worked out well. Then I was like, why do you hire Mark Turgeon? Yeah. Because he has zero guys. (coughs) Right. Yeah, and he he never even liked (laughs) Texas A&M. I mean, no. From the day that he was here, no. he got hired. He's like, right. he was upset that You're Texas right. A&M wasn't Kansas. Yeah. Well, why'd you take this job anyway? So, I but, mean, but Rusty gets back to you. You support my deal. When you look at Bill Byrne, you want to say all the positives. There were negatives, but once again, the university moved forward. You can say yes. A&M athletics, and that three that goes back to the Twelfth Man Foundation and Twelfth Man overall. Because you look at the stadium, everything. So let me make a point here, Cease. When you're saying the university's moving forward. We're talking primarily financial, right? We're not talking wins and losses right. on the field necessarily. We're talking financial. I'm talking yes, about yes. interest. Yes, I'm yes. talking about money. Sure. Regards. As long as the seats are full at Cal Field, everybody's happy. Right. right? That's right. the only thing that matters. And it, and it, right. right. I, I get that. Yeah. Uh, but, but if you're talking about wins and losses in those major sports, you know, they really haven't done very much. I agree with you now. That's, that's the flip side. <laughs> and then you can all, always say, which every football coach says comes here, you have to say why, and they say, "Well, I have a recipe." Well, yes. no one's had the recipe yet. That's correct. That's the problem. That's exactly right. That's correct. So I'll go back to the Bill Byrne hire. It was monumental because who he was replacing, Wally Groff, was a fantastic accountant, and yes, that's was. what that's how he kind of ruled the athletic department because he didn't want to spend any money on, I mean, zero on any marketing in any sport. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to go out and get these corporate. He didn't want to build the, the, the zone. I mean, the 12th Man Foundation had to basically say, you know what, we're going to do it ourselves. We're going to use our own money, so we're going to do this. And uh, otherwise, Wally's like, this is stupid. You're putting all this money into the end zone? Well, we're going to put this really nice club up there. And so we're going to get revenues. And anyway, it was uh, so the fact that they hired Bill Byrne, who had more of the bigger vision. Than, than Wally did. And it's not Wally's fault. Wally was hired. Exactly. And when Wally was AD, we'll go back to that. There were a lot of coaches that were ADs at that time, right? Correct. And, and, yes. and that wasn't that wasn't their, you know, their primary responsibility. I've always right. liked Wally. He was, he, he's one of those deals that I would say, along with Jackie Sherrill, they did what they were hired to do. Yes, and, absolutely. And that's what I say. Some people criticize. I go, hey, they just did what they were hired to do. Right. No doubt. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Passport to Texas brought to you by Schulte Roofing and the Decker Financial Group. Schulte Roofing is the home of the bulletproof roof. Call 1-800-F-O-R-Roof. That's all you have to do. Get the best roof for your money. Save on energy, too. Schulte Roofs are above all the rest. They stand up to the test. This is Passport to Texas. In the Texas Hill Country, biologists are keeping track of a Texas treasure, the black cap vireo. I stop in my tracks every time I hear one. 
Oh, there's that bird right there. Jeff Foreman is a wildlife biologist at Mason Mountain Wildlife Management Area. For many years, the black cap was an endangered species, but over the past 30 years, this little bird has made a big comeback. Healthy nesting habitat is very much required for the vireo's sustainability. And they really like these low shrubs with spaces in between. They can fly in around and catch insects. Historically, vireos thrived in the scattered shrubs and open grassland that stretched across central Texas, but with European settlement came grazing by cattle, goats, and sheep. Sometimes the populations of those livestock weren't kept in check. They just ate the homes out from under the vireo. Fire suppression, white-tailed deer, and the brown-headed cowbird also played parts in reducing the vireo's population. The vireo was listed as endangered in 1987. The good news is it was delisted in April of last year. Find out how biologists work this magic the week of January 27th on the Texas Parks and Wildlife TV series on PBS. The Wildlife Restoration Program supports our series. For Texas Parks and Wildlife, I'm Cecilia Nasty. Suzanne, how long would you say we've been in business? Chuck, we've been the Brazos Valley's trusted quality floor center for 24 years. You've got it. That's because we know floors. We have a huge selection of wood, tile, vinyl plank, and carpet. And we take pride in helping our wonderful customers. Don't forget our unbeatable prices. Visit our showroom on Rock Prairie and Welburn Road. At Brazos Valley Floor and Design, you'll always find the largest selection at the best prices. And that's a promise. At Raymond James, the financial well-being of our clients always comes first. We commit our energies, intellect, and knowledge to providing the highest level of service and delivering quality investment alternatives to help you pursue your objectives. To find out more, call Raymond James Financial Advisor David Decker at 693-7600 in College Station today and ask about our pledge to you. Raymond James Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, life well planned. Pond Management and 808 Technologies. We're joined by Robert Cessna, Rusty Burson. Tomorrow night, in fact, this week, uh, in fact, if I'm reading this correctly, and I believe I am, because I was taught to read at Richardson, <laughs> they've got go. three straight home games. Missouri tomorrow night. Yep. That's correct. Ole Miss Saturday night. And a week from Saturday, they get a week off, mm. is Florida. You're right. They need all three of these games at home. Be right? nice. Be nice. They'll be Get over five hundred. That would make them five and three. Way over five hundred. Right. Yeah. And ready for the second half run. Uh, they need to win at home these three games because none of these three teams are unbeatable by any stretch oh, of the imagination. Missouri, doubt. especially. Yeah, but if they play the way they have, even against LSU, they're well, not going to beat every Ole game Miss. unless. Something weird, unless they don't show up. See, that's the other thing when you don't have that abundance of talent, guys, is if you don't show up, you look like you looked against LSU in the opener, right? I mean, you're, you're going to get you're going to get beat if you don't. Sh- they have to grind 40 minutes, and, and I mean all 40 minutes. And all of these games, I think, are going to be just like LSU was, just like Arkansas was. They're all going to be like that. You just can't afford those long periods that they've shown. Drought, like the drought. But you know when you don't shoot, guys. No, they, they, they've had it. They had it, that long period against Memphis. They had that right. long period against Houston. I mean, those two teams, they could have won those games mm-hmm. if they didn't have those long periods where they couldn't score and they got so far behind. And you know, same thing with Arkansas. The mm-hmm. fact that they were down twenty points to Arkansas is just, just embarrassing. It's like, come on, you've got to do something. It's like. Remember that team that A&M had under, I think it was under Turgeon, and they set the all-time record for longest streak. It was at Oklahoma, and they went like, it was like something 13 minutes. Without scoring. Without scoring. It's like somebody 
drive to the hoop. Yeah. Somebody just get to the foul line. Please, just go to the foul line. Yes, it's like you know. LSU went four or five minutes uh, down the stretch on on Saturday. Now they made seven free throws because they were going to the basket. Yeah, they but they didn't gr- hit a free throw. They did a great I mean, they job. didn't hit a field goal. No, they did a great job hitting free throws, though. Yeah. They kept them in it. Well, this A&M team, the way I see it so far, is until they prove me different, I agree with you guys, every game is up for grabs. Yep. Uh, and then what's scary to me is because their defense is set up to allow for a lot of three-pointers. They are. If you get a hot team coming in with three-pointers – any team can be. Hey, that's killed Buzz right. since he's been here, right? And, and he's going to yeah. stay with it because Buzz is about percentages. We saying. know that. But you're right, Cease. You get a team coming in and they knock down four or five or six threes in a row or go seven for ten, they'll shoot you out of the gym. Because then they get their emotion up because then they're going to be able to They're going to play defense. And that's what Memphis did. Yes. And hitting three-pointers. Memphis, by the way, is pretty good. And, and Virginia did that, too. Memphis is pretty good. Yes, Virginia's not quite as good as I thought they were, but yeah. Memphis is good. And that's why you can't say that those three are gimmies at all. Because, oh, no, no, no. You know, oh, absolutely you, not. You guys aren't saying it. That's why I say they're, Yeah, they're I'm all, just saying they have a shot. They all could go the other way. No question. And that's, that's – uh, Hey, every game they play, I think they all could go the other way. And that's kind of – kind of – we didn't see this coming last year, the point coming in. No, we but, you know, we, we, we didn't know Julius Marble That's was going to be out. We didn't know Boots was going to get hurt. We didn't know Henry Coleman was going to get hurt. Right, and I, I, don't, I don't like excuses. I, I'll be honest yeah, with you, it. especially with a coach that's been here several years. I don't like I excuses. Agree. But, it's it, it, you know, it's hard to replace your top-tier players. They don't have that depth. If, if there's a criticism – the guys that he went and got to transfer, they haven't added a lot, right? I mean, they just they just haven't. No, they haven't. Jace has not been as the impact. No, not close. That we thought. Not close. No. So he played a good game against LSU. This finally hit a few now. shots. Yeah. He did. He did. But but that was the first one he's yes played it is in a while. Yes it is. And he, so yeah he's and I and I got to tell you that the shooting like we've said that. That shooting's not changing. That's who they are, okay? Yeah. But the free-throwing in these games, and, and we've agreed that most all of them are going to be last possession, you know, next to last possession games because of how they play. And if they're shooting 69% of their free-throws the rest of the year, I'm, I'm not optimistic. No, that's why, you know, based on history, based on what I've seen so far from this team – yeah, they they need all three of these games, but I wouldn't count on them to win all three. Oh, of I'm I'm not. But <laughs> but going back to what he started, with, if they were able to win those three, yeah, you get a, a little momentum. You have yep. five and three. You're jacked up. Get a little momentum. Okay, and, if you win those three, then you got a great chance to win the, the fourth in a well, row because it's at Missouri. Yeah, correct. Well, then you know we're talking about a two week good field because, like Chip says, they have a buy in there. Well, so nothing helps you to be more when you have a buy on a win because suddenly. Everything changed because right now there's a lot of doubt around yeah, the program. Yeah, because you could have – if you win these three, you could have, easily have a four-game win streak before you host Tennessee, so you're feeling good about yourself. There you go. And yeah. they did – you know, they did beat Tennessee last year. This Tennessee team and and uh, Connect, the kid is the was the player of the week. I watched both of those games. That has changed Tennessee basketball, this kid, okay? Because they've been terrible on offense. They play defense. They've always, always played defense, play defense under, under Rick Barnes. Rick. Yep. But this kid is special. Hmm. I'm talking special. Uh, he has, and this last week, he was beyond. He averaged 35 points, hit 45 percent wow. of his threes. He is good. Unfortunately, he played him twice. Correct. That was <laughs> yeah. what I was coming to. Yeah. You gotta play him twice. And uh, I'd he, like to trade that <clears throat> to Vanderbilt twice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Well. I, I'm but you do get to play Missouri twice, That's right? right? They do. There you go. There's right. two W's you're better right. be. I mean, you're you are playing you're playing, uh, you're playing uh, uh, Mississippi State. You get to play Arkansas. Again. You get to play oh, Arkansas. So you know it's not terrible. And I don't think Alabama Alabama is man. They're streaky because they shoot yeah. threes. That's mm-hmm. all they do. They yeah. shoot threes, and they are streaky. Man, they're streaky. It's tough to always overcome bad losses. We've been talking about that for the last few years in basketball. When you lose that Arkansas game, and I realize it's on the road, but then Arkansas turns around and loses something. Well, you, That's the LSU game may kill them the whole season. Yeah, could be. I think the South Carolina women can beat Arkansas. 
<laughs> I'm just <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, boy, I think I think Don Staley could take Musselman down. Yes, I do too, man. <laughs> I bet on, I bet on Don on I that do one. Too. I don't know if I'd let her. I'd, I'd try to beat beat her to it. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, Don and Kim Mockey, man, stay out of their way. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah you don't want to mess with them. Well, I've been taking stairs just in case I run into Musselman yeah, somewhere. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, I'm very polite when I ask questions to those two ladies. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, like asking Bobby Knight that. So. Hey, Coach, can you I, can you follow always up? remember you. Always, <laughs> I sit right behind you, Rusty. I always remember that. He went off on me. I know. It was like, oh, man, that was fun. What'd you ask him? I asked him. He, he, you know, he comes that. in after the game, and he doesn't look anybody. Look anybody. He's, no. always, he does. You're right. yeah. he's looking at a stat sheet, and he's looking above us. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so he goes, any questions? I think he also ended with, I, I don't know if there could be any questions after a great deal like yeah, that. Yeah, something, something like that. After a great and he had talked about, you know, yeah. was it, good he was at Tech then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And played a good defensive game. And then, yeah. and then I said, hey, listen, can you a little expand upon A&M's defense? I thought I just answered I that. I thought it, blankety, blank, 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 blank. <laughs> you know? That was then Bobby Knight. got up and left. That you know? was Bobby like, Knight. And everybody turned to me and go, nice job. Thank you, Rusty. <laughs> I remember hey, that. I remember that. It was you awesome. just you never knew which he was he, the he, most innocent question. He was you know? Bobby Knight was a nice guy until then. Yeah, uh, yeah, right until Rusty's then. Rusty's the guy. He, he, I sent him over the top. He right. could be he could be gracious yes, and talking yes, to you, yes, and then he could do that, and it was just it was like a switch went Who on. Who else would you think? Is there any other anybody? I'm trying to think. Is there anybody else? Like I don't that, know. Go from I mean, a jerk to, I, to I a don't. Saint? I don't know, but but he definitely did. That's oh, he think. was yeah, yeah. he was tough to deal with. Can't think of yeah. Gentlemen, okay. uh, next week we'll have uh, two other games and maybe an AD search to talk about. Sweet. Two game winning streak. Yeah, maybe three by then. I'll no, try. oh no, just two. I'll try to be on just time. two. This, beat, this they beat, they beat LSU. Oh, oh you're right. Oh, okay. Yeah, it could be a three-game winning streak if they win both games. We can still count. I, I still, after all these years, I gotta, I gotta, I, I don't speak Cessna. I he's gotta I explain it, it to me sometimes. Remember, focus pills. <laughs> <laughs> David Gardner's jeweler's been part of our community for over forty years. Okay, he and Julia built their life here. He built a business here. Uh, the kind of business that has gotten him into the Hall of Fame because of the jewelry that he creates every day at that store on University. If it's Valentine's Day coming up, if it's a special birthday, a special occasion, go in and talk to David or one of his staff members and let them help you out. It's David Gardner's Jewelers, 911 University Drive. 808 Technologies combines over 40 years of experience in electronics integration, specializing in sound, video, automation, and networking for both residential and commercial applications. The result is unmatched performance visually, sonically, and functionally. For the next level in custom electronic design and installation, contact 808 Technologies for a free consultation at 808tech.net. That's 808tech.net. For more than 20 years, Lucko Ranch Pond and Lake Management has been the trusted partner for comprehensive private lake and pond management services throughout Texas and its surrounding states. Lucko's pond design and construction services can build a new lake or improve an existing one, and the stocking and fisheries management can create a sport fishery or trophy bass hotspot. Contact us online at LuckoRanch.com, spelled L-O-C-H-O-W, LuckoRanch.com. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll, we'll try to do better tomorrow here on The Zone.